Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Exciting update. I have a brand new free resource. You all asked for it, so I created it. This is a relationship attachment quiz designed to help you understand your patterns in relationships. You can take this totally free quiz now by going to the link in my Instagram bio at Dr. Morgan Coaching and click attachment quiz. And you all know I love to hear from you. So either screenshot and tag me with your result or send me a DM letting me know your result from the quiz. You guys, this is totally free and this will be helpful to you. So go check it out. Can't wait for you to take the quiz and to share your results. Hey everybody, Dr. Morgan here. I got halfway through recording this episode and somehow I deleted it. So here we go. Take two, take two. And this is the follow-up to the previous episode where I had talked about how do you cope with anxious attachment. And I gave you three clear steps to cope with anxious attachment. That was the last episode. So today we're taking it a level deeper and we are going to talk about how can you use securely attached communication in your relationship and what in the heck does it look like and how do you do it? We are going to deep dive on that. Before I jump into that, I just want to talk to you all about something that's kind of funny. Um, So you know I moved from San Diego to Montana and I am lucky enough to be surrounded by family here. And one of my aunts, Aunt Peggy, she, um, she kills rattlesnakes guys. Like she actually was featured in a newspaper article as the rattlesnake wrangler locally. Um, she gets a little bit of joy out of that. So little, little fun fact about aunt Peggy, and I'm sorry if that offends anyone, but it actually is to protect the horses, because if the horse gets bit by a rattlesnake, it's not good. So it's not just for sport, you know? Um, anyways, Aunt Peggy, Aunt Peggy enjoys weed eating. She enjoys the maintenance of making our 90 acres here look beautiful. And the other day she was going to pull weeds and I look at this and I just go, there is, there is just no way. There is just no way that I would do that. And you can call that spoiled, whatever you want. I just get, I don't get enjoyment out of it. Okay. Everybody has their hobbies, right? But Peggy gets some enjoyment out of the weed eating and 
she heard about this weed eating tool that you, instead of having to bend over and pull the weed out by the roots, you could kind of use this tool and you would dig it into the ground and it would help pull the weed out, right? So she's very excited. She goes to Home Depot, she buys the tool, brings it home. Guess what? I bet you all can guess. The tool doesn't work very well. So she has to go back to bending over and pulling these dang weeds out by their roots. And it's hard work. It is hard work, y'all. And it made me think about the work that we do on ourselves. So many of us want to find that quick fix, you know, the tool that's like not as hard. We want things to just be easy, you know, it's like read a book or just listen to a podcast even and just have it be fixed. But the reality is, is you have to do the hard work. You have to pull things out by their roots and it's not easy. And the reality is, is that maybe you could mow over it or you could like trim it, but it's still going to be there. So it's not until you pull it out by the roots that you eradicate it. So I just want to say that for a lot of you, your relationship lives, you have these patterns where maybe you kind of like, you know, mow over them for a little bit and it's like, okay, they're gone, but then they're still there. The root is still there, right? So that's where someone like me um, comes in. It doesn't have to be me, right? But some someone like me can come in and help you to do that hard work of pulling it out by the root because it's painful and it's hard and it's nearly impossible to do on your own. All right. I couldn't resist that little farm story <laughs> metaphor. Maybe there'll be more to come. You never know. Um, I would love to get Aunt Peg on the podcast. I wonder wonder if she would do that. that. That could be interesting. And those of you that have been listening since the very first episode know that my Aunt Bonnie has been on the podcast and she's also here. So there may be some more family episodes in the future, y'all. Get ready. Um, all right. Back to the point. The point of today's episode one of my most favorite topics ever, assertive communication, aka how do you communicate as a securely attached individual? All right. So communication says a lot. It's not just communication. Communication is a reflection of the way that we see ourselves and the way that we see others. So some of us have a communication style that's very passive, that shows that you really value other people over yourself and you value other people's needs getting met over your own. Some of us have aggressive communication styles where maybe we didn't really learn how to um, value other people and maybe we just never had good relationships. So instead of thinking about others, we focus on our own needs and, and we communicate aggressively. And then there's the lovely 
passive aggressive where, you know, it will seem that I that I value your needs more, but I'll just hold in how I really feel. And then it'll come out aggressively later, aka the passive aggressive sticky note. (laughs) We've all had that roommate when you don't do the dishes and then they just leave a sticky note and it says something like, hey, do you still live here? Because seems like you don't since you never do your dishes. You know, something like that, that passive aggressive sticky note. Anyways, <sighs> sorry for any of you that have a passive aggressive roommate. That's a rough life. Um, Back on track, back on track. So we've got passive, we got aggressive, we've got passive aggressive. And then the final style of communication is assertive. And that's where we all want to be. Assertive communication is my needs matter and your needs matter. How can I be heard and how can you be heard? How can I express what I'm feeling and make room to hear what you're feeling, right? There's a lot of things that kind of get in the way of that style of communication, but that's where we want to hang out, okay? So insecure attachment, secure attachment is the realization that, okay, there can be conflict, there can be difficult things that come up in the relationship. And I know that my partner and myself are committed to maintaining the relationship and showing up together to do what we need to do to work through conflict right? So securely attached communication is assertive communication. It is, I am going to show up and tell you how I feel and what I need. And I want to know how you feel and what you need. And I value both. So Securely attached communication is going to be in a relationship where both people have prioritized communication, both people have prioritized connection with the other, right? You know, in past episodes, when I have talked about you have to treat your relationship like a business, part of that is you schedule time for the two of you to connect. You don't just kind of hope it happens. You don't just have the little chat right before bed or as you're commuting to work. No, you prioritize communication, right? And then there's three, there's three statements that every securely attached relationship needs and I talked about this in past episodes, but we need a we need a refresher, y'all. And in case you're new, you're gonna need these three phrases. Okay. The first one is I feel. The second is I need. The third is the story I'm telling myself is. So let me give examples with those. So the first one. And you know what, since I was talking about dishes, we'll just talk about dishes. 
<laughs> Why not? Um, the first one is I feel overwhelmed when you don't do your share of the housework. I feel alone in this relationship and this and the story I'm telling myself is that you don't care about our relationship and that you don't really want to be here. What I need is more communication about you contributing to the household chores or what I need is us to come up with a plan for you to contribute more. So there, I used all three sentence structures and normally in dialogue with your partner, you really wouldn't do all those at once, but for the sake of this example, there you have it. Um, those sentence structures say a lot. They say, hey, I care about you so much that I actually want you to know how I feel and what I need, right? My passive communicators make the mistake. And I can say this with love because I used to do this too. You make the mistake of thinking that if you don't express your needs, that you're actually doing that out of love for the other person. False. <laughs> In reality, when you don't express your needs, when you're not able to tell your partner how you feel, what you need, the narrative you're telling yourself, you are depriving that person of really connecting with you and building a strong bond. So when you communicate with assertive communication and you're using these securely attached relationship principles, you're giving your partner the opportunity to really connect with you. I want you to remember that. All right, y'all, this has been a fun episode. I hope it was helpful. Let me know if and when you're using those three phrases, because I love to hear how it goes, right? Like all of this is experimenting. All of it is growth. And you got to go put these things into practice. So let me know if you use it, whether it's in a relationship with a friend, a coworker, a boss, or with your romantic partner. DM me when you use those phrases. I want to know how it goes. All right, y'all. I appreciate you. And as always, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk with you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.